Sort of dumb bitch binging. Um, I'm a talentless hack who took some fucked up meth and now I eat people. I we are getting extremely close to just being able to say the same exact opening bit because <laughs> that almost word for word is what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> we are both talentless bald hacks who eat people. Yeah, so took fucked up meth. Just for fun, like <laughs> just I didn't think it would work. I just was bored with my life. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you? What are you supposed to do in Maine except, like, other than take pills from strangers? <laughs> Literally, like it's fucking it's Maine. What? What did you? <laughs> we all know about Mr. King. <laughs> Coincidentally, um, that's also how Hannibal Lecter became like that. He's just classier about it. Mm-hmm. He bought a toupee. And <laughs> dinner parties. And his art was um, culinary in nature, which really lent itself to the whole. <laughs> okay. We're talking about American Horror Story double feature, um, which for the time being rounds out our American Horror Story. Um, kind of bittersweet <laughs> in a weird way because. We started with it. Um, And this is actually the last episode of the podcast. We are ending with it. Goodbye. (laughs) We'll be back when the new season comes out. Yeah, we've got (laughs) nothing else to talk about. No. (laughs) It took Uh, two years. (laughs) It was definitely a season of American Horror Story. I mean, basically two seasons of American Horror Story. Um, it certainly was a whole ten episodes. Um, I I think hate there are... to say it, but I think it's one of the best ones we've gotten recently. Yeah, I was literally about to say the same thing. Like there are absolute pros and cons to like this split mm-hmm. season thing, but overall, I'd say there were more pros than there were cons. Oh yeah, I um. Like really, think... the writing stay, yeah, streamlined. Having it cut down, I think it was fucked up that they decided one half was going to get an extra episode over the other instead of just instead of an even split. I don't understand why, um, because you know, like Death Valley could have definitely benefited from at least another episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, th- I don't think it like needed it. No, I do. I think if they, like, I think they easily could have done it a 50-50, but I'm also, like, if one of them was going to get the extra episode, it, like, Red Tide did need it more, I think. Just because it started so slow. Red Tide was a lot slower, yeah. Um, and I but... think that's overall to its benefit. It was, oh, like, yeah. American Horror Story doesn't take its time very often, so... Like, they still jumped the shark at the end of Red Tide, but (laughs) having most of Red Tide be such a slow burn was, like, very refreshing to watch. It was, yeah, it was well needed, especially after we had just recent, it hasn't been too recent, but I think this was airing or going to start airing 
around the time I had finished the monster. Monster House? Fucking what? Murder House. <laughs> I watched Monster <laughs> House, unrelated. <laughs> well, we did. <laughs> but um, it, it, it was like going back to Murder House is like, oh yeah, this show was really good. Like, Mm -hmm. really fucking good. And I'm not saying, like, later seasons didn't rise to the same level as Murder House. Um, I just think they had to slog through a whole lot more bad reputation the further the show went on. (laughs) Yeah, I think the show's definitely on a major upward trajectory right now. Um, Yeah, I'm, again... Like, 1984, I know, has its issues, but it was, like leagues better than Colton Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And the double feature is like genuinely probably in my top like five now. Like oh, it was we, we probably should have done a re-ranking. I don't even think of it. I mean I could probably do one off the top of my head at the end, but um but definitely like double feature was like good. It was so good. I had so much fun with it. It took me a while to like finish Red Tide. Um, mm-hmm. And that's through no fault of its own. It's just, it was very effective, which I hadn't experienced from American Horror Story <laughs> for quite some time, so it was not prepared. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, so the conceit of Red Tide uh, starts with this family um and the dad is a screenwriter. Um, and he's moving the family out to Provincetown, Massachusetts for the winter. Um, because that's like, apparently, I didn't even know that it was a thing, but it, apparently it is like a real thing that like artists go out there in the winter because there's like nobody there and it's quiet and they can just focus on their work. Mm-hmm. Um. So he's moving the family out there. They got like permission to stay in this home for the winter and his wife is like an up and coming like quote unquote interior <laughs> designer. She's more of an influencer basically. But like yeah. quote unquote interior designer um and their daughter plays the violin. Um and he's moving them out there for the winter cuz he's like I really like Feel like I am on to something and I want to like just get away from the city and focus on my craft. Um, Minecraft, yes. Yeah, focus on Minecraft. He's a gamer. <laughs> he, he obsessed with it. He loves it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously it's his idea so like he's excited about it his wife is extremely not excited about it she hates mm. the idea um and the daughter's at the beginning just kind of there she doesn't seem to really care <laughs> um she is nine that's kind of the character for a long while <laughs> and then also notable is that um his wife is very pregnant yes um which, you know, like, it's been explored on and off in American Horror Story since, like, the beginning. Yeah. Never fun to deal with. Um, 
especially with the reality of being someone where that could potentially happen to them. I hate it. <laughs> it is scary and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't focus on like the horror of pregnancy though. Like the, um <laughs> No, not 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 really not in this yet. one. Um <laughs> and not um, like uh, Murder House did. So as they first into the town, they're they notice it's like like they meet some people who are like kinda weird but not any like enormous red flags as of this point. Yeah, it's just like uh, you know, it's Maine. <laughs> it's, it's the mainstay Massachusetts, whatever. <laughs> it's whatever, wherever, whoever. It is cold and wet. Um, I don't care enough about most of the states. <laughs> it's gray. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they have like the neighbor who's like the property manager or whatever, and she's like welcomes them and she's like sort of a little too friendly. Like, um, and then he goes to the market and runs into Karen, uh, played by Sarah Paulson. Uh, we have our main guy is played by, uh, uh what's his Finn Whitrock. Yeah, Finn yeah. Whitrock. <laughs> if that is, um, wholly correct <laughs> I I just like cause... yeah I actually think this is his best role in American Horror no, Story exactly. I was just gonna say I he did such a good job um, love Lily to death every role she has in this show phenomenal uh, but like yeah, Finn Whitrock really raped stole again. this half of the season <laughs> yeah like Lily did great because she always does like I don't mm-hmm. think she has any characters I like dislike in the show, but no, this wasn't like a huge standout one. Like she did well with it, but it wasn't like she like wasn't it's no it's no sister Mary like, Eunice or yeah. like Misty Day. So. Doris was never going to be like the main character of Red Tide. No, and there's still a lot of moments I love. Like we notice right away. As they're coming into town, their daughter's like counting the roadkill, and <laughs> Doris is like, "Um, that's disgusting. You're gonna get Lyme disease." She's like <laughs> obsessed, like obsessively paranoid. So just, uh, just constantly <laughs> bringing it up. I, I'm like, it's so weird, but it worked so well because it is like it feels correct. It's like such a specific thing to be so paranoid about. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. <laughs> um, at the grocery store, he runs into Karen, who is um played very well by Sarah Paulson. Like, literally, didn't realize it was Sarah Paulson at first. Um, I can recognize her um, at any point. <laughs> <laughs> That's my own problem. <laughs> We know. <laughs> I no, to, I, I I'm like the same thing happened to me uh, with Evan Peters in this season, and it could just be like I can't see for shit right now if there's no light at all. So I could not recognize <laughs> anybody in that scene. Um, I guess except for Fr- Frances Conroy, because again, I love her. Um, <laughs> she yeah. she has never think... had a mischaracter either. 
No, I think for Sarah Paulson with this one, it was um, heavy alteration. a teeth job that they Yeah. did. Um, a little too good to make her. She is It a was so distracting. homeless meth head, essentially. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and they did a little, a little too good of a job with the makeup where I was like, ew. <laughs> oh my God. And then I was like, oh, that's Sarah Paulson with the book. <laughs> I could it it's so it's so fucking like immediate for me. I was like, oh there she Once she spoke, <laughs> then it was like, okay, yeah, that's Sarah Paulson. yeah. <laughs> Didn't recognize her immediately for whatever reason. Um, we then start seeing like just sort of weirdness around town. There's like a fox that we see like get snatched from by something, and then as Alma and Doris are out for a walk. They see the first uh, those Feratu. <laughs> like, not what they wanted is clearly what they were, like, going for with the look, so, like... I was kind of upset can we, can we like <laughs> talk about the monsters um, of this season because like yeah, of course. I um, we knew going in like Death Valley it was very obvious what that was going to be Mm-hmm. um, and there was a big guess that I was like a fan of given like you know the the title of the first half of the season and like the locale that like the monster was gonna be sirens um and instead it was just kind of like another vampire take which again Yeah. um So, like, a vampire zombie yeah middle ground, something kind of. uh But... which again i don't <laughs> i did really like it it was interesting um Yeah, well, and I... I... It was I was also drawn in by the siren theory, but I knew it wasn't going to be that when he started doing the poll for, like, what do you guys want to see for a future season? And one of the options for that was sirens. Um, just but upsetting. <laughs> we get our first glimpse of one of the monsters here. Um, they did a very good job, like, designing them. Like, they do look very, like, Nosferatu at first glance, but, like, That's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, and they are just very, like, the way they have them walk and everything and they're, like, their posture is, like, it's very off-putting. Um, Yeah. then they're kind of haunted by these things and, like, talk to the police chief about it. Um, who is played by Adina Porter, and I mentioned that just because I'm like, they gotta stop making her be like a cop and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's rude. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Cuz in the second half I loved her. Um it was it was like by far like one of the best characters they've given her. They've given her such fucking garbage characters as soon as she started in this fucking show. Like I don't I don't know. It's just it's upsetting because well, you know what? Actually, I do really love Lee. I don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> but just like everything else is just kind of like let her act <laughs> Mm-hmm. let her act 
<laughs> Give her something to do besides, like, harass people for no reason, like she did in this season. It's... For a while. And this, like, again, once we actually knew what was going on, I was like, okay, I like her. But at the beginning, it seems like she's just, like, harassing people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then, it's like, towards, like, the middle of this episode, Harry's like, I'm going to set up, like, a date night for us. Um, but then Doris is too sick from the stress and everything. So she's like, I need to stay home, but you should still go. Um, this is where we first meet Mickey. Um, oh my god. I... Played by Macaulay Culkin. Um, was already excited uh-huh. Uh-huh. to hear that Macaulay Culkin is going to be in it, but like he also had a fantastic character and just like killed it. So He did the damn thing. Like... <laughs> mm-hmm. But I loved it. I loved every fucking second. I was so excited every time he was on screen. Um, yeah, I, I miss I miss really him to be like a series mainstay. Yeah, he like going forward. I think they already said he is pretty much. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but um, I would love. I I'm just so excited. I'm thrilled to bits. Uh, quite honestly. <laughs> yeah. Just a fantastic character, and we'll get more into him. But, like, mm-hmm. we don't see much of him here. He just is, like, working. He is a prostitute, and he's, like, in there and tries to proposition Harry. And Harry's like, uh, no. <laughs> I am married. <laughs> um, And then we meet Belle Noir and Austin Summers. Um... These two are very well by Francis Conroy and Evan Peters. Um, yeah, genuinely up there for my favorite roles for both of them. I think <laughs> because they're just like <laughs> insane. They, oh my god, <laughs> there is not a lot of like opportunity that they give Francis Conroy in this show to just be <laughs> just so fucking evil. Be a little freak, yeah, like. No remorse, just... <laughs> no, I think that's part of why I do it, like both these roles, because we don't really get to see Francis Conroy or Evan Peters as the bad guy, usually. Mm-hmm. And, again, one of my favorite Evan Peters character is March. Because um... <laughs> it's the, just so fun. That, because that's, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> of the season of, of the whole, March is, like, barely evil in the grand scheme of that fucking yeah. book, no? <laughs> but well, she um, has great roles. Um, like it's just they're all kind of either more background or but to be a little bit more sympathetic. And this is just evil. <laughs> obs- yeah. I'm obsessed with it. It's it's so good. Um <laughs> Belle Noir is a Romance novel writer. She is the uh, Danielle Steele of, mm-hmm. <laughs> of Red <laughs> And then Austin Summers is a playwright. I don't... I could not give less of a fuck about this character, to be completely honest. <laughs> I 
liked both of them and they were like inseparable characters mostly. Yeah. So I was like, did they kind of came as a unit for me? So I'm like, I enjoyed them. Just being obnoxious little freaks at the restaurant doing karaoke. The most sexually charged karaoke <laughs> in yeah. this little gay bar. So funny. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> like, they don't fuck. <laughs> no. Like, they're just like dealers <laughs> they're just pushers for the chemist and it's so funny like there's no reason for them to have this dynamic other than like bel noir is bel noir oh, yeah yeah <laughs> but evan doesn't do a whole lot um again he's mostly just kind of um the gay little boy that follows <laughs> bell around yeah as he should be mm-hmm she deserves it. I can't, cause like I would take, I would take uh, <laughs> Bel Noir over Austin any fucking day. <laughs> it's just a better yeah. character. I love it. Um, um, it's so it's so interesting how Bell can just pick out people that have like writing talent based on nothing. <laughs> And well, and who actually like have talent for mm-hmm. it? Like, and she's not uh, like a hundred percent on it because she does. She is like Mickey is not talented, and that turns out to be absolutely false. Yeah, but um, Harry goes home after like talking to them, and they're like. Don't worry, your writer's block will go away soon. This place is very inspiring and it's very, like, <laughs> clearly evil. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking ominous. And he's like, oh, good. That's what I was hoping for. Like, he's not picking up on it whatsoever. That's so perfect. Because, like, I brought my writer's block. <laughs> it's so bad. I can't write any of my TV pilots. <laughs> Um, and then he goes home and he's like, I'm going to try to do some writing. Um, but then one of the creatures gets into the house and he kills it. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's so funny because it's like such a non plot for the rest of the show. Like, like there's the council of like non like <laughs> creature like people that are just aware of the shit that's going on. It's like, it's whatever. It brings in money. Um, we'll just cover up everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're not even going to try to, like, do anything about this population of little freaks. <laughs> no, literally, it's so funny. Like, you can leave the well-known people and then also kill the, <laughs> the pails. Like, it's not, <laughs> especially when, like, we know the police force is in on it. Or like, wise. Yeah. With the last police chief, but yeah. You just let them fucking, like, run around and... (laughs) They like them. (laughs) And do, like, you leave it up to this dude to bludgeon one with, like, a fucking (laughs) fire poker in his own house. so funny. Like, what? uh... Because, like, they're also, like, not on the pill. So... How are they avoiding getting attacked? Yeah. 
it literally doesn't make any it's, sense. It's so funny. <laughs> That's the what? Like I'm just like, the, why do they let that? They're like, well, they recede in this into the woods in the the summer, and it's like, okay, but you have a larger, more expendable population during that time. I understand letting them run rampant and being okay with them killing people then when it's not the people that live there full time and are paying taxes for the town. <laughs> yeah, and I it like it doesn't matter. It doesn't. I think they just don't care. Yeah, they know? just don't like, give a shit. But it's so funny. <laughs> and it's extremely funny. Like these things are just walking around town in the winter. And they're like, Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> And we're going to gaslight anybody that brings them up. Like, just kill them. <laughs> it would be so much easier. You're going through so many hoops. <laughs> and for what? Because mm-hmm. I just, I, um, I genuinely don't think she's even, like, studying them anymore. <laughs> At that point. <laughs> and she could be. But it just, it's not, like, ultimately relevant. So no. they didn't. <laughs> touch on it um so he bashes the creature's head in and the police chief comes in and is like you guys will need to come in and give a statement but like you're not in trouble because like this thing broke into your house and tried to kill you yeah um she assumes it is like a um junkie (laughs) yeah a junkie trying to rob to get money for drugs um which is a fair assumption (laughs) <laughs> given that she is not like in the know of like this whole deal and all this yeah <laughs> and that it is like a major problem in that area in the winter <laughs> so it's like so funny <laughs> um then they're like we should probably go back to new york but before they do um Harry goes to talk to Austin and Austin is like, I have a cure for your writer's block and he gives him the black pills um, which are essentially as we are told like unlock something in the brain to give like unlimited access to creativity. I don't know much about um, any kind of science so this is fine (laughs) for me and I'm not going to look into it. (laughs) it's fine for me and i also didn't question like i saw people posting on twitter and stuff like nobody would actually do that and i'm like genuinely i might fall for it if i had like an actual career at stake doing creative things and and what they don't like i picked up on this constantly is like especially when we got to the backstory episodes like Mm -hmm. nobody was told what happened about those bad side effects yeah like no one was told yeah, like no. it is and implied. Harry's not told about those here. He's just like, no. there are some small catches, but they're like nothing and they're not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, I don't need those. I don't want to take them. But Austin's like, just take them with you and thank me later. And he puts them in his pocket. Um, and then at the end, his agent calls and is like, you need to finish your pilot because like I can't keep you on as a client if you don't get your work done. Yeah. And that's fair. Um, I mean... Which is fair. And he's like, well, <laughs> guess I'm going to take a pill. Um... So he takes one and his daughter is watching him take it in the background. And that 
It's like where the opening leaves us, and I'm like, we don't have to spend this much time on like every episode because otherwise this is going to be a very long yeah. podcast episode. But I wanted to spend time just to be like, this was such a fantastic pilot for the season. It set up everything so well, um, and like, yeah, it didn't really fall literally apart every, until like, like the last there was, minute. <laughs> Till like the last half of the last episode mm-hmm. like and we got I mean genuinely there's like so many things that I like in this episode I was like oh that's kind of weird but then like turned out there was like nothing in this episode that was not like intentional mm-hmm. and we got through so much work and like I was I was kind of like shocked I'm like I don't remember these episodes being as short as they are and we got through mm-hmm. so much story, especially in the first episode of both both halves. I was like, holy shit, that's only like yeah. 40 minutes. And we got through like so much. And it, it didn't feel rushed. At all. At Insane. All. <laughs> um, like they're both like totally wildly different. Um, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Which um, is, it's fine. It's also, I think my biggest issue with this season is like the way it was marketed and everything I expected there to be some kind of like tie yeah. like through line and there wasn't at all no wholly that's... unrelated stories but like <laughs> that's fine <laughs> I like but I, exactly like it, it's, it's, I can't complain about that too much because it's like they were still both really well done um so red tied we get all that set up and so then it goes right into that like these pills are working really well and he is just like writing and writing and writing like he gets the pilot sent in and then he gets the whole first season sent in in like two days Mm -hmm. he like doesn't have to edit these things or anything like he is creating perfection within like hours and good for him um quite honestly (laughs) literally good for him um obviously his family is like freaked out this is weird he's never done this before um and (laughs) alma who is a very sneaky little like 12 year old is like Mm -hmm. i saw dad take something (laughs) the whole fucking time she is playing them (laughs) like like a violin um (laughs) (laughs) she's literally uh she is a violin prodigy she is also a master manipulator Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah like I don't want to get too much in, in depth for the rest of it it's kind of like a slow build for the rest like we've got a lot of ticking clocks here um, yeah um, the side effects of the pill are you're losing a lot of like necessary <laughs> um, bl- nutrients like, nutrients so and the only way to get that back and fast is to drink blood um drink blood if you can't get blood then like raw meat meat yeah well like get it done kind of but like fully drinking blood is the best way so um um, because he sent in all of that work there his agent is now expecting a lot more from him um he has to get more pills uh so he has to deal with more side effects 
<laughs> um, Doris is still heavily pregnant and she is getting increasingly more stressed out because they still kind of keep getting attacked and now her husband is off the deep end ignoring everything. And is, <laughs> yeah, and is now refusing to let them move back to New York. Yeah. He's um, like, you guys can go, but I'm not going with you. Like, I'm staying here. Yeah, um, and Alma is playing like... them. <laughs> Alma ultimately also takes one of the pills. So then they're dealing with that on top of it. <laughs> yeah, and Alma... Um, so the pills, the like catch, as we find out with the pills, is that they only work if you do have natural talent for mm-hmm. what you do. Um, and if you don't have it then you become one of the bald monsters yes um so we it's so once alma takes one we realize that alma has talent as well she's like basically the best violin player in the world now at like 12 years old (laughs) (laughs) um and then we have the setup of the beginning right from the beginning with Doris of like doing this interior design and like clearly just like awful at it. having awful concepts and <laughs> no clue what she's doing at all. Yeah. Like you just, you know um, what's going to happen. <laughs> no, exactly. And then they spend like a lot of time there. Um, it's just like for the rest of this run, it is killing um, or um, extraneous side characters taking the pill. And then we get, like, in the last couple episodes, we get backstory on the person who made the pill. Yes. So, again, it's very slow. Not a lot of note happens for a good chunk of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I think, again, like, that's fun. for the better of the season is, like... yeah. It really takes its time. Which, again, horror can only benefit from. I don't know why more people don't realize. It's because it's easier to make, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> quick, like, jump scare kind of movies. That's exactly it. But, like... It's easier and cheaper. <laughs> but this was so good. Um, a lot of fun. And then we get so many scenes with Macaulay Culkin... And like a lot of them don't really like pan out a whole lot because it's not a full season. Like we don't really get like a whole lot of exploration of the fact that they're having Bella's having Kara find and take babies for her to eat, and that that kind of doesn't. Yeah, pay has off. done that a couple times. Like, mm. um. So then she is wanting. Doris's baby as soon as it's born. Once the baby is born, um, (laughs) Alma does bite it. Mm -hmm. um, Because she's a child and can't control her urges as well as an adult. Yeah. Um, Uh, Which again, very interesting and compelling. Um, They did an insanely good job with Alma's character. She's a phenomenal actress. I was blown yeah. away <laughs> yeah. by the talent of this child. <laughs> no, it's like shocking. <laughs> uh, and then at some point, 
uh, Harry's um, agent, agent comes. To, yeah, I was like, what the fuck? The word uh, comes down, and you know, it's everybody's. It's everybody's favorite um, reoccurring <laughs> cast member. <laughs> Leslie Grossman. She, she sure does a lot. Um, I I I do love her. Um, it's just the characters that she's given. Yeah, but she's given characters that she can do well. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like she does a good job with it, and she's always just bringing like the camp that the season needs a touch of. Yeah, like if we did like not a... if we did not have her character here, it would not have felt like American Horror Story, if that makes sense. Exactly. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it is a bad thing when I am like actively watching American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Again, it was a it was encroaching territory that the show hasn't been in since like season two. <laughs> yeah, and it's just not what the show is anymore. Uh, we. The, the people that are like staying with it and aren't like as critical as we are are expecting a very different story and she's yeah. paying off on that um again it's it's a lot more subtle than it is in the second half but the whole second half is also just kind of silly in conceit so yeah and i i liked her character in the second half better mm-hmm. than this one this one to just be was like, entirely honest. It's like, yeah, um, I've already but I also watched think, 84. Like, <laughs> as I say, and her absolute best character is 84. Like yeah, that, this was just like a... a she repeat. carried 84 on her back. Um, yeah, so she's helping Alma manipulate it. She, with Alma's help, manipulates uh, Doris into taking the pill. She becomes... Tries to kill Eli, uh, the baby. Mm-hmm. And then, and then is sent off into the woods with the other pale. Yeah. Um, and then Harry's like, I am going to get uh, a conscience. It's so funny, too, because, like, during that whole, like, we're going to overexplain and moralize this the, this pill. It's like, we don't need to. <laughs> but we no. don't care. Like, Ryan, you're never good at that. <laughs> you're never good at that. <laughs> I don't need a moral. Um but he so like it's it's like it's like the pale um all of the hunger and whatever comes from rage and it's like the the people that it works on um their rage is like they hate everybody uh because they think they're better than everybody but Mm -hmm. the pale um they're worse off and they're more angry and um kind of a lot more mindless because they're angry at the whole world for being condemned to be talentless hacks and it's like damn um <laughs> no and i thought Over-ex- that yeah. aspect of the pale was overexplained, but also like it makes sense if they hadn't the overexplained it it was very yeah, exact very strong concept because it's like yeah you would be miserable for the rest of your life if you I took know. that and it forced you to realize that like you were awful at what you do i don't know why it has to also make you bald because it's funny um and i also love like the conceit of like if you're not talented it will give you sharp teeth but if you are talented you have to do that yourself yeah (laughs) okay sure why not (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> but so like the whole thing, it, it falls, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a moralizing and ex- over explaining that falls flat on the people that are not inhuman after taking it because they're like, they're like, they're driven by their ego. So like, they're like, it really kind of fucks with Harry's character in particular because he is, he's been on it longer than his daughter and his daughter's fully like, even before she took it, she was like, well, I'm better than everybody. <laughs> She's like, like no longer like no emotion, just a cold. She heart. had, she has the <laughs> ego to not care. Yeah. And then Harry the whole time he's like, well, I have, I'm doing this for my fit. And he had this whole spiel, like after Doris got turned, he's like, he's like, I was lying and I have outgrown you and I don't care about my family as much as my work, but he's still like the next scene. He's like, nothing matters more than my children to me right now and i he's are... like, <laughs> it's like what he's like he's like i'll allow my wife to be turned into a monster and my daughter to take <laughs> meth <laughs> but i draw the line that this lady wanting to eat my baby yeah, which i guess fair like glad no, that you are drawing I, that line but <laughs> he, he, was, he was like talking about that like he's like we're gonna get off the pill and it's like, why would he say that right after that whole speech? He's like, I am at my full yeah. potential. Like, it makes no sense. Like, I appreciate. I think it's like- implied to be that that's like, well, he's still like, has recently taken it and is like, mm-hmm. it is like, there is some kind of extent to which it fucks with you morally or something. But, but it's, it's, it still yeah. felt weird. <laughs> it was a weird, like, immediate flip flop. Um, and it doesn't matter because he's killed in the very next scene after that. <laughs> yeah. Because Belle's like, I'm um, going to eat your baby. And then a whole bunch of hijinks happens and they go to her house. Um, Ursula is somehow able to PR <laughs> the pale into attacking <laughs> Belle and yeah. Austin. <laughs> It's so funny. Oh my god, I'm obsessed with it. She's like, I'm the greatest manager alive. <laughs> um, and then her and <laughs> uh, Alma killed uh, the dad. And then she ad- adopts Alma, I guess. She takes her on as a client and she's just like, now we will make a bunch of money and I'm going to start working with the woman who's making this drug so that I'll have I'll be the most successful agent in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Um, the way Harry they go about is killed it is awful. by his own daughter too, yeah. because yeah, she's yeah. like, "No, I'm better than everybody, and I'm not going to stop taking these pills." <laughs> Insane. She's she's like, "You might have a conscience, but I don't." I'm eleven, um, so. <laughs> <laughs> so Alma, the chemist, and Ursula are like. Why stay here in fucking shitty old Provincetown when we can go to LA and make fucking bank off of this? And it's like that's fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like the way they go about it is so bad. Like <laughs> Ursula's is that... just handing it out, like no betting process. Like yeah, because she doesn't really care, I guess, if people become pale in the process. Yeah, but it's like you are doing this in such a large scale that like people are noticing. <laughs> Yeah, that's again. I think none of them care it's anymore. So like, yeah, the chemist got what she wanted, and it's like she is changing the face of like 
<laughs> the world with this. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> obviously, Alma is just like, yeah, I, I am first chair. She's like, I'm a little harmonic. And then, but Ursula's, I love Ursula's, like, she's going to, like, seminars, and she's like, if you want to know right now and not go through all this school and everything, you can take this pill, and then you'll know if you're talented or not. Wink, wink. (laughs) She's Uh, also, there was, like, an offhanded line where she's like, yeah, I just went into Starbucks and gave everybody who was sitting there typing a pill. And it's like, girl... It's so funny. She doesn't give a shit. You're gonna run out. Like, it can't be cheap to make those. And then the chemist is like, I need to leave. And she, we see her escaping the city with Eli as Los Angeles is just like fully burning because this is spreading and spreading and they're Mm -hmm. pale, fully overrunning the streets of LA. It, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't um, know. It got very out of hand, but I'm also like still like it is a American horror. Got story. out of hand, but a believable ending still. Like it was, we have seen way way worse endings mm-hmm. for <laughs> for way better like, seasons. <laughs> yeah, looking at you, Asylum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then speaking of Asylum, where the second half of this season is. <laughs> The second go ahead at the alien concepts because I, I don't know why they wanted to they decided to tie that to asylum. I think maybe there was like an idea of like oh they're crazy and no one's gonna believe them. But it's like yeah, but focused on the serial killer that wears people's faces. Yeah, well, and it's it would I'm not here to talk about asylum again. No. Like I <laughs> I think the aliens was also because they decided to asylum to tie asylum with nazis and there's like the nazis and aliens conspiracies yeah. and whatever but i'm like and it also shouldn't have been tied to nazis so no it literally it anyways been so good if it was just the devil and the serial killer <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the, but we've already Those are the best about parts asylum. of it yeah <laughs> anyways uh part two of double feature is death valley obsessed with um, death valley i love it um <laughs> i had a lot of fun with it death valley um I think I think what I really liked about Double Feature is that Red Tide was a lot more like serious and slow burn. Mm-hmm. Whereas Death Valley is like fully meant to be like stupid. Mm-hmm. So they're just leaning into it, you know? Like not and that's not like again, it's very well done and like well written and like it works, but it is like not to be taken seriously. From the get-go. No. But it's, um, it's so good. Um, I am pissed. Mm-hmm. Because we did already kind of draft this season. Yeah, <laughs> Very I was literally going to say that. I, I know. Like, we were going to bring it up either way. Uh, yeah, so the conceit of this season, essentially, is um, aliens... Uh, show up in the 1950s um, during Dwight Eisenhower's presidency and they're like we came here because our planet is like destroyed and we need a new place to live and 
we want to make a deal with you where we will give you technology in exchange for allowing us to take people to do experimentation so we can create a hybrid that can mm-hmm. live on this planet. Um, and he's like, I don't know, that seems kind of fucked up and evil. Um, <laughs> but Mamie Eisenhower and Richard Nixon are like, no, we should do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I- Which was so funny to me the whole time. Um, <laughs> like, it worked well. The acting in Death Valley was, like, very, very good, especially in yes. the, like, 1950s sequences. Like, the guy who does Dwight Eisenhower did insanely good job. Phenomenal. And I, I know I've seen him in other stuff before, but I can't, like, place it. Mm-hmm. And he has not been an American Horror Story before, I don't think. No. But, like... Jesus Christ, he did a good job. <laughs> he, it was um, so good. I also like I this Sarah season, Paulson as Mamie Eisenhower was <laughs> camp. This <laughs> this half of this season of um American Horror Story is also split into two timelines. Um yes. <laughs> and I just want to say how how much I enjoyed the fact that the entire time we were in the like because it wasn't even like entirely the 50s it was just like any part of the past up to like the 70s ish yeah it was fully in black and white i loved that i adored that i i got uh fed up with it once we were fully like in In the 60s and 70s yeah or yeah (laughs) because i was like literally jfk's assassination was on tv in color color. (laughs) like Like, in the 50s part of it, I was fine with it, but I I got sick of it. But I also, like, black and white gives me a headache, so that's also just, like, a me, like, my visual processing capabilities thing. Mm There's not a whole lot But I did, I liked it as a stylistic choice. It was so, I I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I don't know... I don't know, like, what there's to say about, like, that portion of it, really, because, like, it is just kind of, like, historical um, fiction. <laughs> like, like it's, it's, like, big American events, American events put through the context of this, like, weird deal yeah. with Martians. They're, like, aliens are real. I love also that we, like, we never named them until, like, the last episode, and I can't even tell if that's just because they were called calling the aliens Thetans because Angelica Ross's character was named Theta? I don't know, because they did call them Martians a few times. They did, that's right. So, like, I, so I, I, don't I assume they're just actual Martians. But the, the main thing that I, like, was pissed off of, I caught it a bunch of times, is, like, a lot of the alien characters were referring to themselves. They're like, aliens cannot coexist with humans. Like, why are you referring to... They're the aliens to you. <laughs> yeah, that was odd. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also did not... I like loved that we found out reptile people. I loved it. I hated like, it. I'm like, might as fucking well. It's just like it's such a I don't know I'm just like never a fan of it and especially like when it's American Horror Story trying to tackle it it's like a very anti-Semitic conspiracy theory so like I was just like Ryan stay away from that (laughs) well and that's I wouldn't have liked it if they had tried to go into depth but they didn't 
No, they didn't. They were literally um, just like, they're here as well. And, and so I was I, like, yeah, that's <laughs> sure. At that point, I was like, why? <laughs> you have less episodes. And it wasn't a whole lot of them that you were fo- like using that for that. But like, why are we doing this at all? <laughs> yeah, well, again, I don't think there was meant, I don't think this section was meant to be serious no. in any way, shape, or form. So I, I was, just... I just, I was like, it's just a, nod to stupid little (laughs) conspiracy theory. They did that quite a bit. Um, Yeah. That was kind of the entire point of it. Of Death Valley was... Yeah. (laughs) Thought a bug was on me. (laughs) But... So it's... The whole time we have this sort of like historical fiction side of it, which again, not much to say about, but like was insanely well acted and stuff it was phenomenal i can't get over that like <laughs> the fucking again some, fully somebody i've never seen before but the guy who was being fucking richard nixon did such a great job and like had the mannerisms and the voice like down pat. down to the it point where i was like <laughs> like he didn't really look no like richard nixon but i was like he still like deserved it more than somebody who maybe did look like him just because he like Jesus. Look, yeah. If like, I wasn't was like looking it. at the screen at that moment, I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's bad. <laughs> and then again, not gonna be like one of my favorite Sarah Paulson characters by any means, but like her performance of Mamie Eisenhower was just like camp. It's it so was fun. so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. Her whole just like um, Anytime she talks to anybody, being like, adults are celebrating birthdays because of me. So jot that down and get over the fact that you're killing Americans. <laughs> so funny. I, I but, like, that's kind of like what, like, news was back then. And, like, that was a big thing for a woman to do. But it's like, <laughs> like but I it's don't so think. so funny. I don't think she was going around talking about it to everybody all the time. I think she was just like, I'm so glad that people can, like, (laughs) not feel the need to, like, repress themselves, I think was, like, her goal. But she's like, well, I'm the woman who allowed adults to have birthday parties. (laughs) And celebrate Halloween and Thanksgiving. And I was like, first of all, I don't think adults were ever not celebrating Thanksgiving as long as it's been a national holiday. Yeah, because, like, children aren't really like, yes! Yes! Thanksgiving! No, exactly. Like, like birthdays, sure, I get it. Halloween, Mm. like, yeah, sure, I get it. (laughs) But Thanksgiving? Yeah, it's like... mm. (laughs) She was on this um, holiday vendetta. It was so funny. Then we have our (laughs) future storyline, which was so funny. I love it. Oh my god. I also so I we have the fucking a cow scene because that yeah. was nothing. <laughs> so we have this group of college friends who are all home for they all all uh, notably like rich Ivy League college mm-hmm. friends. Um, they had done so much. Who work. are finally all home together for summer break? And... They did so much work in that intro to try to make them incredibly insufferable, and the only one that it stuck to was Kaya Gerber's character. <laughs> Yeah, and that's genuinely, I'm just like, I just think I maybe just don't like 
Kaya Gerber. I don't think I like Kaya. Going Gerber. to be honest, like I don't like, and again, not any fault of hers, like specifically or like mm-hmm. anything. It's just like I haven't really cared for the characters they've given her, and I'm also mm-hmm. like <laughs> said it when she was in American Horror Stories, and I'll say it again. Uh, she looks like Walmart brand Dua Lipa, and it's like distracting. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's just like. It- her but also just like anything. and again that's like nothing she can or like needs to do anything about it's just like i don't care i just <laughs> and mm-hmm. i think she is going to be a series regular now i think so because she's a I, big name she's a big name and ryan murphy made a whole deal about tweeting that she was like joining the american horror story family or whatever yeah, and I just don't follow him, so <laughs> I don't know. Well, I just <laughs> I don't follow him, but I see things. Yeah, <laughs> I go out of my way <laughs> to avoid. <laughs> um, and I'm like, obviously, we'll keep an open mind. Maybe she will surprise me later on. But so far, it's like two for two loss. Yeah, and again, which I'm not blaming her for that role. Ruby in was just Rubber like Woman cringe. one and two at all because yeah. that's not her fault. That's just like everything about Rubber Woman was god awful. Oh, uh, and like Kendall was supposed to be insufferable. So mm-hmm. no, did... but Kendall was truly was insufferable. Is the thing. It was so annoying. Sorry, Jamie. Like. Like Cal, he could have been really annoying. Um, they didn't do anything with it. <laughs> he could have and should have been really annoying. And instead, I was just like, <laughs> actually, I love these gays. Yeah, they're <laughs> just in love. <laughs> like I like anything that they tried to do. It's like they're being stupid, and you have to be annoyed. It's like literally, they have not been allowed to be like. <laughs> freely together for a long while. Um, yeah. And, and these, this, they like, are all best friends for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they're just like, they're like in love. I'm going to give yeah. them what I, And like Jamie was fully the most likable of all of the, by a wide margin. Like she wasn't by a wide annoying margin. at all. <laughs> she was not annoying at all. <laughs> no. And like her biggest thing, which could have made her really annoying but then yeah. they kind of abandoned it immediately is that like apparently she is always like dating and thinking they're the one and breaking up with people like after two dates mm-hmm. and again it just didn't <laughs> and if they had continued that she would have been annoying but they didn't but it's and I just... she was very likable i think i don't know how they could have <laughs> i think the biggest reason i hated kendall mm-hmm. is for one i think the like whole like luddite no technology thing yeah, is like pretentious so and obnoxious stupid. i know um and then the fact that the storyline of the aliens giving all the second stuff made it so that she was right about that yeah. that pissed me off that pissed me off <laughs> that was the word like i was like ryan stop with like trying to say something about society you little fucking like it's joker no, and it's genuinely like i'm not saying that like the rapid development of technology is entirely a good thing and all mm-hmm. that, but I'm also saying, like, it literally just is what it is. Yeah, and it's like, 
like the solution isn't to be like don't use it you know it's like (laughs) it's like be aware of how it's affecting you be aware of how it's affecting you and take it into account and like Mm -hmm. maybe (laughs) stop like weird corporate shit yeah on social media um Mm -hmm. so that just pissed me off that she was like right she's like i only use the storyline of the season and that that was like smart and oh my god (laughs) it's so stupid too because it was like kind of useless because the technology didn't play a whole big part in like the fact that they were all pregnant (laughs) yeah which was so funny that's my favorite part those are just yeah. four besties um, pregnant. I was together. literally like crying, laughing about this. <laughs> it goes but, by incredibly fast. Um, because... And then also pissed me off because they are all pregnant, and the previous Martian human hybrids who are now working mm-hmm. for the program, um, led by Theta, um, which like fantastic fucking character and role like oh god i was obsessed fully with obsessed with theta mm-hmm. but like um they're like we're so close to the perfect hybrid and really pissed off that it was uh from kendall yeah <laughs> like <laughs> i also like fully didn't understand like for some of them the the specimens it made sense to you know like smack like kill and move on but like Troy's baby just had like four arms (laughs) well four arms and was extremely vicious and bloodthirsty well no that was um that was oh no that was yeah that was you're right like that (laughs) one yeah absolutely get rid of it um the one with four arms yeah someone like just having (laughs) four arms or like little things like that I'm like why are you why do just you need... killing it when yeah. you're about to take over the world anyways. Exactly. And also it's like... That was the biggest thing because I'm like, the forearms thing, if you're like trying to live alongside humans, mm-hmm. maybe a bad idea. But when it's fully revealed that like, oh no, we're, we're going to like kill all humans basically. Mm-hmm. It's like you need them to just have two arms. No, it, it seems like an advantage to have more. It, it's quite quite simply it seems like like i would prefer if humans had two arms and like yeah it just literally it, it now also, that it, we have a <laughs> now that we're at the stage of humanity where we are like comfortable and don't need like <laughs> endurance running i'm like we need to devolve to have thumbs on our feet again yeah i just, it just also <laughs> doesn't make sense personally to me because we know it is stated fact that theta is not like a pure alien like she's also a hybrid and they allowed her to mature and like run this yeah i'm not sure like what the thought process is and i'm like i assume some of the other like medical staff we see with her are also hybrids Mm -hmm. they look so i'm like what's the like what's the decision making process (laughs) you know i just it, it didn't make sense and because we like Jamie's baby, I don't know what was wrong with it. <laughs> Looked like literally the same as Kendall's. It just had like a longer from what head we saw, and like it was smaller. Yeah, but like 
that happens to real regular human babies too. Yeah. <laughs> like again, um, Cam's baby very weird. Fully like yeah, that that fucker was a head crab um, with half of a baby attached to it, <laughs> and was actively evil, killing and attacking. But again, um, like Troy's baby just had four arms, and it, honestly, it was kind of a big baby too. It would have it would have been a great asset to any community, I think. Yeah, would have been lifting shit. But like, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, um, I also love like the the line that um, Cody Fern's character has, like when he's talking to Ma- uh, Mamie, and he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna kill the humans," and she's like, "What about the reptilians' qualities and technology?" Useful and neither of those are true for humans. Like, I would love to know, like, the personality of the reptilians that these aliens are like, Yeah, that's we gang, <laughs> you're <laughs> best friends, <laughs> <laughs> we love you, <laughs> best friends forever. Um, I also do gotta say, uh, Cody Fern, one of my favorite of the new regulars, uh. Mm-hmm fucking hated his character in this i loved it it was so funny. every time he was on scene i was like get that little freak away i loved it <laughs> disgusting he's so funny he was just like a little um android <laughs> that was like the ambassador for the aliens because they can't they cannot come on the atmosphere so they've been abducting people um and i guess that's kind and of or like... <laughs> telekinetically telepathically controlling people yeah to communicate through them and then they've been abducting people to um, experiment on so that they can like have people on planet to continue the experiments to have the perfect specimen Um, which I don't I don't fully get they're like we'll just let ourselves die out and then let like this new hybrid like I don't see how that continues it was just weird it was so weird I have quite like I was like, why didn't you terraform or like why didn't you experiment on both your people and the humans instead of just implanting your DNA? Yeah, no, and that's that's the thing with the ending of this one kind of pissed me off more because it's like other than like shock value and stuff, it's like for what reason are you going to kill all the humans? The ending of this one pissed me off too because it's like. It fully like it, the episode ended, and I was like, "Oh shit! It's oh like it's over, over. Like we're not yeah. getting any kind of like resolution." We didn't get to see any of the like actual resolution, but it, it's like, nothing again, happened. It's like these hybrids are partially only successful because of humans. So like, why are you going to kill like all of them? Mm-hmm. Just so weird to me. It just doesn't make sense. And then they've already had the superior technology. They couldn't like make suits that would allow them to respirate outside and then make Literally. controlled environments. And also you know, we like saw multiple doing... times that they're fully capable of just like controlling a human body. So it's like, why yeah. would you not just do that? Why would you waste yeah. all this time creating a hybrid when you can just possess? It just you know, doesn't like... make sense. And again... It, a lot of that pissed me off mostly at the end because it's like I had a lot of fun. Yeah, with Death I Valley, I, and I think Death Valley was fully intended to just be more like yeah. the fun part, especially 
this is where I'm like, even though they weren't connected, the double feature concept worked for me in that sense too, where it's like the more serious, like drama part of it is at the beginning, and then it's like the B side because that's mm-hmm. like what double features used to be. Um, and I'm not saying B side in like a negative way or anything. It's just like fully double features used to be like the big one and then like the fun little after movie and that's kind of how this like tonally felt yeah and i appreciated that it, but i still do really wish there had been something to connect the two just to I, like i, I don't know. and i don't think they would have done it successfully but i think no. it's just like i almost would rather at that point just classify them as like two separate seasons I'm already doing that. <laughs> no, yeah, but it's going to, it's like, that's the part that, like, and again, I get it in the sense of, like, what I just talked about with, like, what a double feature used to be, but it's still, like, weird to market it so heavily in, like, the poster for the season being, Dude. like, the <laughs> alien and the pale, like, kissing. Um, which like <laughs> ugly, but I'm also like they were just really setting up that there was going to be some kind of like actual through line, and there yeah. was not. They're just fully like <laughs> just fully wasn't, and again, it's whatever, and probably for the benefit of both that they didn't try to do that. Yeah, but it still just like felt weird, if that makes sense. Again, like my biggest um, like. I, criticism I get is like I would have preferred an extra like a, one less episode of Red Tide and then an extra episode of uh, Death Valley <laughs> yeah and I because I, I think, think it's kind of unfair that they were split the way they were but I also yeah. I don't know what Death Valley would have done with another episode I I would have loved a not like not in a satisfying like, way like of how Red Tide ended, where it's just like, we're going to cut to the future and it's going to be pandemonium. And it's like, we're just cut to the future and it's like the aliens and the reptilians living on Earth. See, and that would have been kind of fun, but I don't even know if we need a full episode for that. It's like, they could have just cut some of like the pointless talking out of the mm-hmm. last episode and put that as the last half, you know? Yeah. And then I'm like, Red Tide, I think, could have just... I don't think needed to lose a full episode, but like could have lost like half of the last episode and it would have been fine. Yeah. And I feel like we spent a lot of time on a lot of the like, this is the origin of how this character got the muse pill or whatever the fuck. Like, it, I don't care. <laughs> Genuinely. I d- it didn't really matter. And again, as much as I really, really enjoyed their whole storyline, we really didn't need Mickey and Karen. No. I literally hate to say it because I really liked both characters, but like yeah. didn't they do didn't anything do for anything the overall story at all, ever. <laughs> um, that being said, um, overall, I did. I really do like Double no, Feature. No, I loved this. Like, <laughs> um, I thought both parts of it were overall like obviously some flaws but like overall both parts were really good i thought it wasn't going to be perfect because like it's an american horror story season yeah. like it's not going to be 
I know that. Um, you should know that. <laughs> if anybody yeah. has any interest in the show, you know that or you're deluding yourself and you're <laughs> someone who agrees with the last episode of Stories. So I don't want to discuss anything with you because you're an idiot. Because <laughs> you're insane. You're stupid <laughs> and you don't understand. Like, you, I also you am going to point out. Media in any sense. <laughs> I'm going to point out. Um, Belle Noir was originally going to be played by Kathy Bates and she oh. stepped down because of COVID and stuff. She just was like, I. I just don't want to. Like, I, I'm just going to yeah. stay at home, which fully understandable. Yeah, um, I respect that. But I genuinely, I love Kathy. You, like, anybody who's listened to any of our previous American Horror Story episodes, as well as other episodes sometimes, knows that we adore Kathy Bates. But I'm genuinely like, I don't think she would have done as well as Frances Conroy no, did for this particular like a, role. It would have been like a different character. It would have felt much more misery mm-hmm. i think and i think that was the intent but like i love it absolutely what was i did but francis conroy just i guess this might be my favorite francis conroy role from the series which is saying something this was a really good season which is like so sad um because this is both, it was like, two. <laughs> the, the front load of it this is a good season for francis and this is a good season for finn um the the jupiter mots really came out of this one <laughs> um yeah think- also death valley <laughs> circling back it. to it, it was, briefly it was my favorite half of the <laughs> season i was just so gonna sad. circle back to the other reason why it's not my favorite half and that's like just for fun out of boredom and stuff <laughs> tegan and i drafted concepts for yeah, <laughs> american for horror story seasons <laughs> that we'd like to see and one of them was um like a area 51 related and stuff and i'm genuinely like I still kind of think our concept, no, our concept while similar to this, was better. It was better. <laughs> like, not going to get into the whole thing here, but it was, like, similar energy to where it was, like, going to be tied to the government and stuff mm-hmm. and, like, trying to infiltrate. But, like, st- our concept was better. <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't, like, fucking... We, we didn't... We don't believe in, like... Show and tell. It's like we're just gonna drop you in at the timeline, and you're gonna have to fucking go along with it. And again, like not going to get into all of it here, and like absolutely sound pretentious, but I'm still just like, (laughs) we did it better, and also we had Sarah Paulson as a uh, X Files esque agent, and that would have been much more entertaining. Again, and also, her, we did, her, we her did portrayal cast... of Mamie Eisenhower, funniest thing I've ever seen from her okay. Again, in terms of like comedy. But Kathy Bates as the president. We cast Kathy Bates as the president, just like I'm going to in the next election. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all. Um... <laughs> that's all I want to fucking say in that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but overall. Double Feature was very good, and I do think American Horror Story is definitely just on an upward trajectory right now, because I think I think Colt was the lowest point. That's obviously something we 
mm-hmm. agree on. Like, cult just sucks. Sucked. <laughs> Apocalypse had a lot of issues, but is, like, fun. And I think 1984 is kind of in that same vein. Mm-hmm. Apparently, 1984 is the most critically acclaimed season ever. Which, and, like, insane to me. Yeah, I don't fully and understand. And I say that as, like, I say that as somebody who did like it. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, I liked it because it was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but I still consider stupid but fun, and like, both Apocalypse and 1984 to an extent. 1984 to a larger extent on the fun there were parts of apocalypse where it was like i'm sleeping mm-hmm. <laughs> but then double feature is definitely really feels like we've been on the upward trajectory and now this is kind of the full comeback we will see if it lasts yeah but double feature felt really like it returned to form for like closer to some of my favorite seasons previous again it's it's not touching Murder House. I don't think it ever could. <laughs> We're never. No, like that after there. rewatching it, it's just like Murder House was just very, very good. Mm-hmm. But but this was but this really was good. this was good. I had like <laughs> I had fun if I nothing had, else. I had fun and genuinely, the majority of Red Tide was such a compelling slow burn. Yes, and then Death Valley was so just one, just fun, just fun, like hilarious. <laughs> I loved it. Um, so we'll see where we're going next. Um, if that like big survey thing has anything to do with it, it's going to be Sirens or Bloody Mary. Um, oh, would God. prefer Sirens. Yeah, but... <laughs> you, just, you can't make a seat. Don't know what they're gonna season. do. <laughs> I don't think anybody can make a whole season out of Bloody Mary. Mm-mm. But, you know, we shall see. Um, but overall, I would definitely probably put Double Feature in like my top five. It's very good, yes. Um, you can put us in your top five uh, favorite Twitter. <laughs> 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 Twitter profile as you're following. Um, if you follow us at Dumb Bitch Was that a good transition? Did we like that? <laughs> Better transition than Red Tide to Death Valley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we tweet out every that is hopefully exactly on Friday. It might not be as soon as the clock hits Friday, but it's definitely getting to be consistently Friday, which I'm very thrilled and <laughs> pleased with myself <laughs> with. Yes. Um, you can join us for our next episode where we uh, created a double feature of our own. We're going to be talking yes. about Jumanji and Zathura. I'm very excited. Yep. I can't um, wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> Just very, very excited. Um, all of that being said, thank you for listening. This has been Dumb Bitch Binging. Mm-hmm.